Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. The danger with superheroes. They become icons. Wars are fought. Movements are formed. People need something to get behind. And we're going to do it our own way. She will escalate and will not stop. The only power I have is that I believe we can do better. Why didn't you use the metal arm? Right-handed. Exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff vs. The World Presents, the Falcon and Winter Soldier Review. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? What's going on? Um, you know a funny thing when you do that when you play the trailers, I hear half of it. You do? It fades in and out. Interesting. Yeah, but that's like I know, like when you do the record, I'm sure it picks it up. That's all that matters, and it's kind of like that's not for me. (laughs) Yes, Um, I don't want to be like, hey, turn it up, hey, (laughs) screaming at you. Uh, we are back with episode number three, Power Broker. Uh. Thank you to everybody who enjoyed episode number two for reasons. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. We got a lot of feedback for that. Now I'm just, I'm just right. here to amuse folks. Yeah, wait to hear what voice he going to do. <laughs> He's officially uh, the funny man. Um, so I'm yeah, funny. like like um, Sam said in Civil War, everybody's got a gimmick these days. They saw Spider Man. It's like, yes, I'm I'm the funny man. Yep. So we are back. Um, first thing, because <laughs> I did not expect for this to go this way, but we here. Not even gonna talk about it again. We talked about it on the Twitter yesterday. This is only supposed to be a one show thing. But look, um, <laughs> I got a question for you about our Zemo as. The character and as the villain, uh, now all the villains of MCU, where would you rate him at? I would say he is one of the best for the specific reason that he was a normal trained man who won. And out of most MCU villains, most of the ones that have been trained have been done in by hubris. And most of the ones that had a level of success, success has been like super powered or like aliens or robots say like that. He's just a man, a rather rich man that we come to find out a very well-trained, a patient man, but he's a normal man. And what you say, he was just a chatty caddy, <laughs> chatty patty <laughs> talk, talked his way in the victory. Like, you know, it's deeper than that, but we didn't really get too much about him beside, you know, he came from tragedy. He felt a certain way. He felt like, you know, those type of people shouldn't exist because the damage that they can do without any oversight. And I would feel the same way too. If my country was gone and he was just kind of like, you know, this shouldn't, this shouldn't happen. I'm going to get rid of it. 
I can't kill them. I can't beat them by fist. I can't beat them by force. I can just, you know, beat them through bureaucracy. Most empires have done it by bureaucracy or greed or hubris or something like that. And he was successful. Like the end of Civil War, he wanted to break up the Avengers. He broke up the Avengers. <sighs> but as we've seen with Fast and Furious, it is funny what you when you do when you flesh out a character and give them, you know, some backstory because all of a sudden you liking them. Now I'm kind of thinking like. You know, we see Jason Statham in Fast and Furious. He starts off by killing Han, tries to murder them multiple times. And then one movie later, he's cuckooing with Dom's baby and, you know, getting a chicken leg and potato salad at the picnic. <laughs> and they say, Han Schman. And now the same thing is like we see this with Zemo too. And it's kind of like, you know, what really sunk out from it. How racist is Wanda? They're both from Sokovia. You see how Wanda was treating the first black person he, she saw in a little neighborhood? I'm going to toss you through walls. I'm going to throw you around. Get out. You better get off my block before I call the cops, Bob. And you see how you see how Zemo operate? Hmm. I, I got to say, I you're absolutely right in everything you're saying. And I enjoyed the Zemo character more than I think I should have. Or maybe that was the point. Maybe we should enjoy and you know, But it's uh, something interesting he said in this episode that just stuck out to me because I was like, well, he has a point. And it was basically about the thing of how we put people on pedestals and ignore their flaws. Yeah. And I, I sat back and I thought about it. And I'm like, just looking around, like just at the how we do athletes, rappers, whoever it may be. We put them whoever's, on. Put, whoever's famous. Yeah. We put we them put on these pedestals. And no matter what, it's like, oh, but, oh, but, you know, it's like, yo, he got a point. I use a perfect example. I won't even go to athlete point because athletes, as we put them on a pedestal, just high enough to tear them down and then do the whole redemption story because they're a symbol that they can't fit and be ignored at their people. Go on Twitter and talk about Elon Musk and see how that go. Mm. The people who like him will like him regardless of what they do. And there'll be people that you would consider yourself friends with that you know are wise people and smart people and they love and adore him. Oh, I would marry him. He's saving the world. He's such a visionary. All that. He want to start coups in other countries just to build more batteries. And he got his start because his daddy had an emerald mine. <laughs> and he's basically like, you know, a South African supervillain. Eh, whatever. You can't make an envelope breaking some eggs, right? It's kind of like we see that in real life. And he has no powers. He just makes, you know, a car that I... I have multiple friends who had just that silly ass car. Oh, you know, he's changed the world. You got to be eccentric. Yeah, he named his son a mathematical equation and he has films about trans people that's ass backwards. He's probably a bigot. I like PayPal. So, so what? That's the same thing about Captain America. It's kind of like he represents America. He represents the people. You know, you hear those speeches he gives, you know, if you fall down, get up. If you die, don't die. And all that's like, yeah, Cap, he's doing it. And then you realize all his actions kind of like, he was kind of like, moving kind of wild. You think? And a lot of those say, yeah, like, uh, you watch them, because I watch, I rewatched Winter Soldier this past week. Of course, it still holds up. But it's kind of like, he was real high and mighty about how he was moving. And people was kind of like, oh, he needs to grow up. 
you know what you doing. Like, it's funny how both Black Widow and Nick Fury kind of looking at him all sideways, like, you know, you need to pay attention to the world around you. And then his whole thing was like, oh, my God, say Bucky, Bucky, my friend. I don't care what he he did. Like, all that hero stuff went out the window because his buddies start getting the sing-song stuff. And it's like you ignore the flaws. You ignore the choices. One of the reasons the Avengers broke up is because he chose principle over team. And his principle was based on flawed reasoning. And people, a lot of people were cool with that. They saw Civil War. And like we say, how many people were team Cap? I'm rolling with Cap. I can understand Iron Man's an asshole. It's like, Fuck um, look what the Winter Soldier was doing. He killed his mother. And, and that's the only You killed my mother. And I, you didn't you tell killed, me. Yeah. It's like, he. I killed your parents. I killed JFK. I probably killed MLK. Probably. I probably killed Tommy Lee Jones. I killed how many other people? Like I say, you know, well, who shot Biggie Smalls? Mm, I don't know. Who speaking to black people speaking to the people? You know, Hydrant cool with that. Like it's in the MCU, it is a good chance that when it's older, you knocked off one or two rappers. We won't say which one, but it's kind of like that. You know, you could easily say that could happen, and it's like, oh well, you know, he he cute, and you know that's my friend, and he didn't mean it, and we need to go above and beyond that. Look where that get, you know. Look at the consequences that happened with the people in this episode. Kind of like you know, I'm not cool with the Avengers. I have them helping me, so I can't go home. The fuck y'all? <laughs> I for, oh, sorry, we forgot to call you. You know, we was out here running around stuff like that. I meant to call you, and it's like, yeah, I can't go home. I can't talk to my family, and I saved y'all asses, and y'all out here being heroes and stuff. And look at you with the dumbass gave the shield away. Shield real stupid now, don't you? It's a whole bunch. It's so yeah. He Zemo is kind of right. I mean, he's wrong about how he's doing it, but it's look. If you if you were rich. And your whole country was basically destroyed and nothing happened to the people that did it. Wouldn't you feel a certain way? Of course. All right, then. And if you had the means to do it, people will probably do. You know, people say, oh, you know, people talk about Magneto and Thanos and Killmonger. I never heard anybody say, oh, you know, I do the same thing Zemo. I'm like, I, I would more likely do what Zemo do than fucking Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> And the reason and the reason I bring this up is because I don't think Zemo gets the attention or or or, or you know the I don't want to say love, but yeah, like that for playing that villain and at what he really did. And what he did with he used his mind more than brawn and strength and and you know fear. He just was like, nah, I know how to do this. I know I I'm gonna use my mind. I'm gonna talk. I'm going to bring out truths that don't that people don't want to be brought out, and y'all going to eat yourselves with within. Uh, I but this back to this episode, episode three. I was just having he, he was having fun, and I was having fun just a long ride watching him perform. Uh, so uh, you could pick it up from there and start and the episode. Just, just imagine if somebody told you you'd be up in the club and Madripoor, and you see. <laughs> Pimp ass Zemo fist bumping, dancing in the club. What? <laughs> like the the beauty of this show is kind of it's subverting expectations. You knew who was going to be on the show, so you assume certain things. You watch the trailer, 
when the show before premiere, like, okay, you see Zemo, he put on the hood, he's going to be the villain, the Flag Smashers probably work for him. That's what I was kind of leaning to. They got masks, he got masks, and it's kind of like they want the world to be a certain place, and they probably hate superheroes. You know how he feel about superheroes. No, it's kind of like, no, it's not what you think it is. And I think that's kind of messing with certain people because they had certain expectations about how the show would be is not fitting that's so like one vision instead of critiquing what they see they're mad about what they want it to be and particularly with like the race and the class thing going on a lot of unseasoned fans can't wrap their head around it so they kind of feel a certain way and i just i kind of i kind of laugh at that and oh the ending I can't wait till we get to the end. And like this, uh, and it's kind of like you kind of it may, but honestly, I hadn't thought about it until I thought about it. What really pissed, kind of, what really pissed me off is people getting the name wrong. I'm like, no, look, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess uh, that was never mind. I might we'll get Imagine, to it. This is correct me about comic fans. Like comic fans are so kind of like. Everything got to be canon. Oh, Batman, Batarang would have weighed this amount if that's realistic. But when it comes to like, you know, who this girl, you know, saying, you know, the, the, the bald one, they all, they all look alike, right? You know, Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Jackson, you know what I mean. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying the whole day yesterday. You know what I meant. And it was from unseasoned people. <laughs> yeah. And I would just laugh, like, imagine if, you know, People got Margot, like Margot Robbie and Samara, Samara Weaven look very alike, but they aren't the same people. It's like one is Hego Weaven's niece and one isn't. But imagine if you just go, oh, you know, same person. I love Scarlett Johansson and Suicide Squad. Huh? They'd be looking at you funny. Like, you know what I meant? The white one. It's like, no, they would get very offended. But when, you know, they see a black ball person, it's kind of like, oh, they all look the same. So it's whatever. So we, you know, basically, we get into it. Previous episode sets up with they're trying to find where the super soldier serum came from. And after being rebuffed by our man, I said, get out my house. Don't stop it says, they have to find another way. And against Sans better wishes and pride of Bucky's consternation, they're going to go see Zemo. But first, it starts with a commercial for the GRC. Basically, like, you know, you got blip, you lost your way. We're going to find your way. We'll find your home. We'll find your job. Because one of the things is kind of like we talked about half the, half the world left and the world had to keep on moving. And eventually you get to the point where it's like, all right, you figure this stuff out. And then they all came back. Like, you know, far from home, I may lucked out because she white. So it's like, oh, you know, we find your new, new brownstone, your new job, you get to go. Some people ain't lucky. You know, half the people gone, your house might turn to a mall. No block might be gone. You can't be like, oh, you know, your job. We was holding your job for you. You take two weeks of sick leave off certain places, your job is gone. Five years. That ain't your office no more. That ain't your desk no more. So all that going on. But it's like, this is the organization to kind of help. And it's this whole cheerful thing. And then you see great values, Captain America. Good Lord. <laughs> Luckily, we don't get enough of him, but we get just enough to see like he kind of 
This is 100% there. No, we see him. I think it finally is starting to sink in. This Captain America shit ain't the wave. I feel like that's what we're going to. We're getting the, we, we're seeing a slow turn to him to be U.S. agent. But go ahead. Yeah, and it's kind of like they're looking for Carly and, you know, the gang. And <clears throat> Battlestar is their mind <laughs> oh. kind of like, you know, it's going to be hard finding her because she's a freedom fighter. She's giving food and vaccines and stuff. So these people have loyalty. And John not trying to hear it against my face, you know, where they at. You understand what I'm saying? Then he spits on him. You know who I am? I know who you are, and I don't care. He looked like he wanted to choke slam this dude. Yeah. And he's trying to understand, like, he wants to do things the right. And it's kind of like leaning the whole thing. It's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to do things the right way, but if it don't work, I'm going to get shit done. It's like, uh, Captain yeah. America kind of, it's funny. <laughs> he's doing similar things to Captain America. It's just so overbearing. Like they say, you know, your Americans have become brutes, like y'all monsters and tyrants. You're trying to hear that. It's like Captain America, you know, had subtlety. It's like he had authenticity. So even if he's doing some stuff that's kind of like off the books, you trusted his judgment. That comes with pluses and minuses. Like somebody that's so steadfast and believes that works as long as you believe in them. But if it's kind of off and they don't think it's off, you get stuff like Civil War. It's like, well, I know I'm right. It's like, what if you not? What? You have enough. You have enough to understand that you're not right. John Walker has none of that. It's like, I know I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna do it. I'm, a, I'm America. Don't you see the ego on my shoulder? Yeah, exactly. Imagine Captain America breaking in uh, to somebody's office and they him saying, "Do you know who I?" No, you don't have. He don't have to do that. They know, but now that he know he's replacing somebody, it's like y'all. You have to respect me, but they're not respecting him because you. Who are you? You just another somebody who picked up a suit. You're not the real thing. Get the fuck out of here, man. Spit on him. That's yeah. I mean, he he should have got punched for spitting on him, but you know, I seen the hit of there. This is disrespectful. So basically. Meanwhile, they got the, you know, the minus email to understand the plan. It's like, you know, Sam's kind of wary of this plan because, like, you know, Zemo did kill Black Panther's father, set up Bucky for it, broke up the Avengers. And, you know, Bucky wants to see him alone. Why? Well, you know, he don't like Avengers. And you kind mm-hmm. of, Avengers. like, you know, that's his whole thing. It's like, well, y'all ain't frolicking in the beach either. You know, y'all not friendly. Like, you know, I got it. You sure? Yeah. And Zemo's there. Oh. He got the rug on his feet, like being C on state property. As Zemo came with there, and he said, "Oh, hot sauce, no, Sarah no, J." No, no. <laughs> we're not. I'm about to. Don't start with me. Do not start. It's like you're trying to hit my trigger words. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna talk about the stuff they talked about online. That's gonna get a rise out of people. Don't do that. <laughs> we're not. We're not gonna do that. Not at my expense. <laughs> Okay. But I felt like those are the words he should have no, said to him. No, you know, anybody like I made the joke last week, it's kind of like Rizzo's verse and Woo Wear. You slow that down, you know, glutamate, pineal, concentrate, third eye, <laughs> 17. And it's like, you know, that isn't working you know, anymore. And you know, I want to see how you feel the old words with the new you. So you must come to me because you're desperate. 
which means you come to the right place. See, basically, the whole breakdown is like, you know, I'm looking for the super soda serum. And Zemo, like, ah, oh, you know, I, I knew you'd come. You figured Hydra had something to do with it. You seeing me. So, you obviously, you know, you don't need to know, but it's like, you know, luckily I can help you. And he breaking, and then meeting's over. He's talking to Sam, like, we gotta break him out. Sam, like, what? Break him out? Like, how are we even gonna do that? And then it's this hypothetical thing where, you know, it's a nine to one ratio. So, prisoners fight. They gotta come check the prisoners. You know, a bunch of commotion and stuff goes on. So, you know, might crawl away, find a way to escape. And it's basically it's like, you know, well, the A happens, A leads to B, B leads, you know, the C eventually leads to the Z. And Sam was like, well, how are we going to do all this? Not realizing that Bucky has decided it is far better to ask for forgiveness than permission. He has already put this in play. And you see this going on like, you know, Zemo escapes, pretends to be a guard, slick with it too. Knows when to hide, knows when not to hide. You know, between that and Bucky, you know, starting a fight, get somebody know he's going to kill you at dawn, kill him first. Hmm. Hands, on, hands on sight. Eventually he escapes, and it's like, you got to go back in your cell. And it be, it's funny, I could turn the lethal weapon too and imagine Zemo as Joe Pesci. Good Lord, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they both bickering is like, you know, you know, if I if I may have a if I may have a word, no, no shut up. Apologies. Apologies. So it's like we gotta, you know, we gotta get him out to do this whole thing. And then that's the whole plan to get him out. And then you realize, and it shows how what state of mind he was in Civil War, because cause Civil War, he was wearing the same stuff, eating the same food as miserable. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see happy. You see him now, like, oh, we know Grand Theft Auto. It's like, no, no, you know, this collection. I had, you know, I would, you know, oh, you rich? Like, yes, I basically kind of like, you know, I'm a baron. I was click, I was a baron. Like, I was, I was, we, you know, what's say we was kings <laughs> before you destroyed my home. So this man is very rich. And this whole thing is you got to work our way up the totem pole of crime, rung by rung to get where we need to get. I know where I need to go. So cut to Carly and she's, you know, she's there playing soccer. Wondering why, like, you know, one of the refugee camps for GRC and they're out there, you know, funny people is poor young kids don't know what poverty looks like. Nope. That's all they seen. They just vibing, playing soccer with their friends. I was poor. I was real poor. I didn't realize it. So I was older. It's like, you know, if everybody's doing the same thing you're doing and y'all all having fun, and you have what you need. You don't think of nothing else. No, that's true. Yeah, you don't really you don't think about which you don't think about what you don't have because you don't know what you don't have unless you're comparing it to people who do have it. Like people make fun of you know people start caring about sneakers when they get their sneakers made fun of. Other than that, how would you know? That's absolutely true. It's always that that moment when you're growing up that you realize, oh shit, I'm broke. Yeah, but you don't know until you run. Like I said, you don't know until you know better. So mm-hmm. she's there because it's a you know dear close friend. They don't say what their relationship is, and she's kind of like she has tuberculosis. You know, we saw saw tombstone. She a lunger, and she just did kind of weak. And it's like you know, it's humanizing Carly because it's this whole thing is it starts off with you just thinking they're just anarchists and terrorists and then you realize that they are just you know freedom fighters trying to fight the good fight 
but it's kind of morphing. It's like, yeah, even she has a hard edge to it. Cause remember what she said last episode? We're not playing around. We're doing <laughs> stuff. We're doing serious things now. You know, you go get on the fence and get off. And it's kind yeah. of like it's about to escalate, escalate to a higher, you know, level. Clearly. And, by the Dan. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, you push them out enough. They you know, this this is the only language they understand. A lot of people think that way. You know, the whole thing is like <laughs> so you can talk it out, spark it out. She ain't wrong because how many times we go on Twitter talking about you know a lot of people ain't been punching the face in the shows. <laughs> I think somebody say that every day with different yeah. person. Yeah, because people just be jumping. You know, like it's amazing you just jump in somebody's mentions that you don't know and talk all slick and it's like you catch a pipe to the neck doing that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're on the plane. Got his own plane. Got his own like Zemo is out here living life. He got Sephiroth's coat on. Grass the man. He is rich. Like very. I have a private plane, a slew of cars, and everybody in the underworld knows my name. Rich. Yeah, I got money. I got bread. Uh, he's sugar dad. He is sugar daddy. <laughs> Sam and Bucky. So get on the plane. Talk to his old butler. They making a joke. Talking about you know the fridge is out. I don't know about the food. If it starts smelling, give it to, give it to them. They laugh too. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. Oh, that's when we do friends you don't really like when you have over yeah. You got something to eat. Yeah, this, this macaroni cheese been sitting here for like eight days. You can finish that off. You know, shit. You can get the new stuff. So they're all talking about, you know, it must be it's supposed to be new for you. You know, you don't know how it is to be in jail. Oh, actually, you do. Actually, you do. <laughs> he, he like cracking little sideway jokes. <laughs> well, he's cracking a whole lot. He's cracking a whole bunch of jokes. And he's like, oh, I see this book. Something, you know, names. Who is Nakajima? He got he yanked up. Like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, oh shit. This, you know, this is um, Steve's book. So it must be important. All the stuff you see, you know, Marvin Gaye. You don't, you don't like Marvin? You know, you don't like Trouble Man? I like 40s I like- music. I like music back when we ain't let black people sing. Oh, when he said that, we absolutely have our answer. This man shot MLK and probably Martin, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. He shot both of them. I like 40s, 40s music. music. All right, Don, John Dillinger. <laughs> this man out here like Cinderella, man. Oh, so you didn't like the. Uh, he, he was like, he, so you didn't like Marvin Gaye? I liked it. He's all right, man. And then here goes Zemo putting his coupe on. Like, I love Trouble Man. It's culturally significant, comprehensive. It encapsulates the African American experience. <laughs> and if I was watching this the first time, like 7 30 in the morning, <laughs> and I had to pit pause, I started laughing my ass off. So I'm like, just think about this character. Right. Think about what we knew about him beforehand. And now you're seeing him just like teaching class. I was just laughing because I'm like, you know, and then Sam was like, well, you know, he out of pocket, but he ain't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just hilarious. It's kind of like, oh, you know, I like Marvin Gaye. Steve adored Marvin Gaye. I like it. Yeah, 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 he doing that. He I, but I like my 40s music. Oh. And then it's kind of like, you know, it's the thing about you really look up to Steve and that's the problem. Like, you know, watch out. I'm talking about my homie. It's like, you know, the thing. And then it's the whole story about pedestal. You put him on the pedestal. You give him all of these accolades and you forget he's a human being. That's Zemo's problem. That's Zemo's whole thing. It's like he's anti-hero because they what they represent. It's not just heroes. It's like you, you know, you went to fight a war 
against the Nazi equivalent. We really need people like the Red Skull running around. Yeah. Like these symbols that's just inspiring people to do this wild shit. It's like, no. Think about the think about what we had with Trump. Let me tell you something. What was it? Last week I was driving and it was a guy had a pickup truck with a you know a motorized wheelchair on the back. He had a Trump pence sticker on the pickup truck. He had a Trump pence sticker on the wheelchair. He had four American flags. The election was last year. We are in April. And I still saw that. It's still people that's kind of like, you know, waiting for the, the orange skull to come back because it just gives them meaning. It's like that's what their whole life was wrapped around a symbol. Whether it's a symbol of hate or a symbol of love, symbols are still symbols. Right. We rock with the, we rock with the good ones because it's like, oh, well, you know, it inspires a good thing. Yeah, but it's like good to who? Every symbol is like every symbol, not universal. Like Captain America be real cool. It's like, yeah, you're America. He Captain America. He saved the day. You in Sokol. Like, I bet you if you're Nigerian and you see like, oh, last, you know, last two times the Avengers came, shit blew up. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like if you certain like Sokovia don't even exist anymore. It's kind of like, ah, maybe like that shit be. And he's basically breaking down kind of like, you know, that's his whole thing. It ain't like I'm just hating because he can do pull-ups and I can't. Yeah. It's like people like him lead to things happening that has an effect on the world and there's no oversight. He wants and, people. He, he don't want a world of gods. He want a world of men and women. And that's where, like in wrestling, they said where the heel was supposed to, you know, slant the truth. It, he's it, Is he slanting the truth? He's just basically calling it like it is. The issue wasn't necessarily his reasoning. The issue was his methods. Like he apologized to you know he apologized to Bucky. Like it wasn't anything personal. personal yeah, it was just a means to necessary end. Like this whole thing is, I ain't want to do the stuff I wanted to do. I just did it because I had to. The whole stuff hunting Hydra is like you know, that's how y'all do it sometimes. Do I yeah. want to do it that way? No. Okay. I mean, do I have to do it to reach my goals? Yeah. And you could say it's not personal all you want. The person that's still dealing with, they may accept it. They usually don't. So that's what we lead to. And then the whole thing is like, you know, first these in Magipore. Y'all talking about Skull. Like, if you read an X-Men comic, you know what that is. Oh, buddy. Logan was somewhere playing some Well, you know that bar they walked by before they went to the main bar is like, you know, Wolverine's old bar that he had in Magipore. Yeah. God, I feel like he was just there. They just... <laughs> that man dead. No matter of fact, depending on the time. Wait, well, depending on the timeline, he may still be alive, chilling, still worrying about Gene. Oh, I fell in love after three days. Let's 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 forget about those X Men and get some new folks. Gene, Gene, Gene. You know, just that what that hair do? Don't worry about that skinny ass. He can't even he can't even see in the dark. <laughs> Why don't you give it a real man? You're gonna, leave, you're gonna leave Wolverine alone. But it's like, you know, they're going to Magic Four. And it's it's just funny how this would have been impossible like a year and a half ago. Can I oh by the way, we've always talked about this. That shit, that shot they showed like from the city, is look them looking at it. That shit was beautiful. Yeah, it looks like it, it's funny, just like how Wakanda has its own view. It looks futuristic, but it's kind of like you see it happening. The same thing, like Magic 4 looks like, you know, a stylized version of South Korea. 
or like Hong Kong. It's like you got mm-hmm. the neon lights at the top, you got the slum the ball. Like it's a it's a beautiful thing. And it's one of those, you know, they're bringing to life these fake places you've heard about, but actually seeing like if you grew up an X-Men, like I grew up an X-Men fan. So seeing this on the on the screen, medium-sized screen, is just amazing that it's happening. And it's just kind of like, you know, yes, the world is bigger because we have more pieces to go with. And they break it down like, you know, we got a high, you know, a high end and a low end. And we got to go to the low end. It's like, you got to stay in character. We just can't, we just cannot walk in as ourselves. It's like, you know, everybody going, why got to be looking like a pimp? And Zemo put the koofy on again. He's like, only in America would a fashion forward black man be considered a pimp. <laughs> and you know what? He absolutely right. Because it's like, it's you saw how they was, remember Black Panther? Yeah. With the lip, with the um lip plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a suit on just like that. Yeah, that he, green was looking, he was looking sharp. It was like, you look overseas, we embrace colors. We embrace that. It's all hair. It's like, oh, you wear pink. You do you even like women? You got a salmon shirt on. It's true. Absolutely. And I'm and I'm just hearing them say that. I'm just wow. <laughs> and you, know, it, like, you know, you know, a black person wrote this. <laughs> and it Zemo saying it, so it's still like, wait a minute, man. This man is really out here like giving a lot of bars. But keep in mind, this man is not he's a rich cultured European. Yeah. So depending on what part of Europe he's going to be, depending on that environment he grew up in, he's going to be more he's either going to be extremely close-minded or extremely open-minded. It seems like he's open. And I'm just laughing and like saying like hey, you know, and it's just funny like imagine Zemo lines coming from <laughs> Dr. Umar. <laughs> and like you wouldn't expect that. The whole thing is they going, like he represents you know, let's say an African rake Known as you know, smiling tiger, you know, smiling tiger looks just like him. The whole thing is, we're gonna go in. I'm pretend I, you know, still had a winter soldier under, you know, under my thumb. We're gonna find this person that can give us clues about the super soldier serum, and that is the plan. Sound yeah. like a, you know, sound like a good plan. Yeah, it look okay right now. And they go in there. A car picks them up. And then they got the motorcycles with the flags over. I'm like, this seemed like a South Korean action movie. And keep in mind, this episode was written by Derek Kostad, you know, the creative writer behind John Wick, which explains a lot about this episode because mm. the action is rather gruesome. Oh, yes. Um, Bucky and uh, Sharon Carter, not throwing, they throwing some mean punches. And Zemo don't mind putting that thing on somebody. Hey, that man got hands. <laughs> he got hands. He's like, oh, we done talking. All right. Put on that basket. It was a wrap. So they go in there, past the princess bar. Shout out to Wolverine. And it's like people look around. Oh, shit, that's Winter Soldier. Some people got the phones out taking pictures. And it's funny, like Magipur is like in Asia. But the you know the population is universal. A lot of black people in that bar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, here you go, smiling tiger. Was expecting you, and you know plans plans change. Hmm. Got you know the usual. I'm just nodding his head. This man pulled out a snake, poured his guts in the drink, and he was like, mm, yeah, it's right. That's right, smiling tiger. That's how you like it, huh? Snake chitlins. It was like a snake egg or something like that. It was snake guts. Oh. Yeah, joke. <laughs> put some Jaeger, put some Jaeger in there. I'm like, Ugh. 
how they go, how they rock it in Kenya. It's like, that's probably, that's still favorite, huh? No, I mean, I eat a snake. I ain't drinking it. That's my whole thing. I'm not a fan of raw food. So sushi, eh. Like, you never leave yet. I'm like, I'm, I'm cool. You, you cook know. up a snake, I try it. You ain't gonna yeah, partake in no uh, sushi, man. Sushi's pretty good. Man, you know, fry up a cobra. I try that. Good lord. I told somebody at work, like, I, I eat a bald eagle if you if you season it right. <laughs> like, you can't do that. That's American. Hell on wrong. My plate too. Fuck wrong with you, John Henry. Like you bar- never thought about look, an eagle probably tastes kind of tough because it's uh, you know, it's a carry-on bird, it's a predator. So the meat might be a little like you never thought about that before. No, you never thought about eating a dolphin. What is wrong with you? Don't flip on a plate with some with some mashed potatoes. I eat the shit out of it. It Ain't cute. Fuck all that, man. Keep going with the episode because you wilding the fuck out right now. Please, (laughs) you talking about eating? You eat flipper and shit. What's wrong with you? I, I. let me tell you something right now. I'm gonna say this. No, people make them jokes about oh, some countries they walk their chickens and eat their cats. I'm like, so cat pride tastes great. I absolutely. I would decide if I would eat anything if it's not a pig. If you prepare it right and it's cooked, I try anything once. I had shark before. Shark is awesome. Well, me, you, me, I, you. I, 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 let me tell you something right now. Keep your pet away from me if I'm hungry. I'm, we, that shit going on the plate. We can agree on one thing. I ain't no fucking swine, but all that other shit you talking about, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll fight pit bulls, saute that shit. What is wrong with you? I'm a human being. People eat, people eat everything. But depending on where you live, somebody pet, you know, somebody's family member, somebody delicacy delicacy. I don't judge when it comes to that. It's people eat you probably got relatives that eat chitlins. And you're gonna stand I, on ceremony with I, me. I, I, I absolutely look at them like they and say, You gonna eat no, Hold I'm up. not gonna eat none of this. Do I have to bust out the old boy? <laughs> Not stand on <laughs> like, do we need to really go that way? Like the war stories, like that was his thing, drinking snake guts. Good. That ain't my thing. And meanwhile, you know, they eyeballing him because they're looking for, you know, a doctor named Selby, you know, power broker said you ain't welcome here. Like, I'm not here for him. You want him to come on how catch these hands? He can. Well, otherwise, Lisa Selby went to soldier, activate. <laughs> and then you hear that. That when the soldier music start playing, and it's like you forget when he first popped up in Marvel movies, it was the closest thing they had to like a serial killer. He was scary as fuck. Like the went out of all the villains they had, he wasn't the best. He was the most terrifying because it's kind of like he would not stop. Yeah. He looked human, but he did not move human. And just seeing him, just kind of like the first time you see him in Winter Soldier, boom, Nick Fury truck through a three six like as Jadix's lyric. Shoots Black Widow, you know, beat, beats up Steve multiple times. Civil War beats up Sharon, beats up Tony, beats up Black Widow again, beats up Steve again. He's just kind of he's just beating up folks, and he's just a you know, now seeing him that music kick in, and it's like you know, the haircut shorter. And he say, Oh, I'm cured, you know, I went to the therapy, I read the seven laws, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. I, you know, I, I eat my salmon. Boy, that music starts playing. It's like you slip back in his old goon hands. It's like, yes, he just he's he's more than a metal arm. Oh yeah, combat, hand to hand combat. Yeah, he ain't nobody nobody really touching him. Maybe yeah. Black Panther. 
That's about it. That's it. That's that's really about it. Like that's not you know that enhanced level. And these people are enhanced. He beating the shit out of them. And Santron, like you already like blow a cup, like blow a cover the whole bro bar turn on They're like, all right, Shelby come in, deactivate with the soldier. Well done. You all right? What sort of thing to do with the head now? Like, yeah, all right. He is not all right. So they see Selby looking like, you know, Mark basement, Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Smiley Tiger. Yo, Tala, I remember. <laughs> messing with this black man. She all, per- you know, old white women be around black. Oh, the skin is just glistening. Let me just touch it. Like we just animals you know it's like you put you on display Ugh. so it's like you know so you came why you come you know trying to find out the super soda serum you know you're very wise to see me i'm glad i didn't kill you when i first saw you you're arrogant but right to come you know but what what you want basically the deal is they tell them about the super soldier serum i'll give you the winter soldier and the cold so whatever you want he rubbing his cheek he pinching his his chin, and I know Bucky's like his fucking hands are like Zemo is enjoying himself with this. <laughs> like you know he'll he'll be he'll do tricks for you. Uh-huh. He'll dance. Would you like to see the Winter Soldier dance for you? <laughs> <laughs> you the cold. You know you played played the the first eight Larry so went to war. So he'll do whatever you like. He likes job trouble, man. He will sing for you. So they tell him about this the person who you know. Invented the super soldier serum. Give him the name. Forgot the guy's name. It's like, all right. Oh, you know, the first first crumbs are free. Anything else you got to pay for? Don't try to find them without me. Like, like she ain't dumb. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you got a name. You think you're just going to run away? I'll be right back. You're going to find them and leave. Like, ain't how it works. And then, you know, Sam was off the ball this whole episode. This man got his phone on. And then and it, and it on silent. You are undercover. On a pirate island. Oh shit, that's that's my sister. They looking at him like, and Zemo's like this motherfucker. Like, can keep your phone on vibrate, pick it up, put it on speaker so you can't lie. Cause they are looking at him like you know he looked like this dude, but he ain't acting like. Cause this dude, think about it. If a guy dressing like that, he would normally be flamboyant. Mm-hmm. And Sam like no. Stand up, black man. I don't do Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> and it's just, it's a sister. Oh, we got to talk about what's going on. What you mean, what's going on? You know, situation. Exactly what situation you talking about. You know, the thing at the bank, they trouble. Oh, you know, bank. Yeah, we laundered a lot of stuff in there. You know, oh, you know, well, all right, you talking all that stuff. You're like, you're the boss. Yeah, I'm the big boss. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, get the Cheerios. Talk to you later, Sam. Cheerio, Sam. Who's Sam? You know, like, oh shit, jigs up, kill him. Then all of a sudden, boop, she catch a bullet to the chest. She out. They subdue the other people. Zemo was like, oh, we got bigger problems. Put the guns away. Let's go. Guns aren't going to save us in this situation. Five seconds after they leave, <laughs> the Jolly Fall, Downey, Selby kill. That's five seconds later. That shit moved quick, and you see the and you see the lady that was like in one of the um stores. She's with the finger guns at him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they out here like, oh, how house would have run in these hills? Zemo bounced. <laughs> he took that hard right. <laughs> I'll be I'll be back. 
So, like, I don't know if he's looking for a ride or what he's doing. Because it's funny. They kept talking about, like, you know, as soon as Zemo can leave, he's going to leave. And he leave and come back. And they have, like, two or three times. Yeah. So, you know, they on the run. And eventually they get a guardian angel. And who is it? Oh, we have a guardian angel watching for us. And who is it? Mad-ass Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Peggy Carter-Niece, a.k.a. Captain America didn't. You know, I I do all the. I'm like future. Yeah, I got I got real sisters. He was real sisters. Oh, nasty ass. That, that was uh Captain America's sweet potato yams. I know Peggy like you know <laughs> stay with. I haven't lost all my brains yet. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you, you, you love me that you love me that much. But to be fair, he didn't realize that was her niece to the funeral. So. I blame Peggy on that. I mean, do you blame anybody but circumstances? Oh, yeah, I kind of knew because it's. I blame the. Fa- I don't blame Steve. It's like, of course, nobody blames. I'm sure. Steve. No, no, no. I'm sure Peggy has talked about Steve at the, you know, uh, at Thanksgiving once or twice. So, sharing those with Steve is, and it's to be the love of her aunt's life. Peggy knows Sharon works for Shield, and Sharon's around Steve. Eventually, come up with you know, you know, hey, you know, like that, and then they get all close. So she get all close with old Steve after she buried her aunt. That ain't really, you know, Steve didn't know, but once he knew, it was like, oh, you know, my girl, <laughs> she did. I ain't. Like, man, man, hey. hey. Gotta have some life move, yeah, life move on. So yeah. she is here and she pissed. And this ain't old smiling Sharon Carter, like, oh, why? why oh, what you doing here? Why are you fucking there? I, I don't know no Avengers. That type vibe. Yeah. She like, fuck so, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But we was on the run. I mean, I was on the run too. Yeah, it was. It's difference. You <laughs> was on the run. <laughs> I am on the run. I can't, I can't go, go home. I can't go home. She's like bitch from Fast Five. I can't go home. Rough idea. Where's Steve, Sam? Where's Steve? Like he let him. <laughs> so she basically like, you know, because keep in mind, she stole Captain America's shield and Bucky's wings during the whole Civil War thing. And since she was an Avenger and she didn't have any guardian angels, she was a shit out of luck. Like white privilege only went so far. So she had to hide in Madripoor and hustle her way. She can't see her family anymore. It's like, I did all this to save your ass from his ass that's controlled by his ass. Get in. Whatever. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't talk all this. So she laid on her feet. It's like, oh, you doing all right? She's like, yeah, you know, since I'm going to hustle, I'm going to hustle for real. I'm going to take this real, you know, I sell real RO. So y'all hear some fake art. And this was like, yeah, Sam, he need to get out the hood more. This New Orleans now. She's like, nah, this is the real stuff. Most of the museum fake it's like, oh, all y'all worldly because y'all got passport. I'm like, oh, dumb old Sam. Hey, <laughs> go Bucky. What Google say? Oh, shit, you right. Wasn't it Zemo oh, too? Had, had, like, wasn't it Zemo who had to break that shit down too? He was like, yeah, most yeah. of the stuff is places like this. Yeah, like, yes, that's Zemo's worldly. They know him. You know, the whole thing like this man is rich. So now things go on. So the whole plan is they're going to try to meet up, with, find out information about what this guy is at the art party later on the night. He takes off his clothes and it's like, mm, Sam, work out. 
So they go to, you know, so it's like, that's the plan. And they go to parties, like, you know, enjoy yourselves. And they out here and they talking, you know, you see Sam cracking a joke. You see Bucky smiling. Zima here, like, with a cha-cha slide. I'm like, if you would have told me Daniel Brew would be fist pumping in the club. This man broke up, like, imagine somebody said, who broke up the Avengers? Him. You seen the gift by now. It's this dude fist bumping. Just point him right there. <laughs> I'd have had that same look Doc Rivers had. He used to be on the Clippers. Like, <laughs> word. You, oh, you lie. You lie. Be like, no, he really did. And I'm just like, I'm just laughing. And it's kind of like Marvel is perfect at doing stuff like this. They they have humanized this monster. And it's goofy. Of course, it's goofy. It looks good. Like he out here had the time of his life. He's been locked Looking up. Awkward as hell. He out here moving his head. Fist, and I'm just, it only lasts like two or three seconds. I was laughing. I rewinded it like three times the first <laughs> time I saw it. And I was like, you know, like we say before, she'll start getting memes and gifts. It's made it. Oh, this this has made it because they, they start taking like 10 second clips of different songs just to him fist bumping over and over again. It's like, it's just hilarious. This man killed Black Panther daddy. And he out here in the club like <laughs> shit all sweet. <laughs> So they was like, oh, we found a person we know. They're like, no match report. They know how to they know how to get down here. He's like, you know, long you stay, looks like he's to leave. So he's in a um, storage container like Urn from Atlanta with his little bigger. You stupid. Am I lying? Though? He ain't lying. <laughs> so, you know, we'll get to him later. Meanwhile, you know. It's kind of like Carly about to do her whole thing. It's she get mad. They got all this stuff just sitting on it. It's like I'd be mad too. You got these people are starving. You got supplies. Supplies are sitting here. Oh, we can't do nothing with it. Like, like the whole thing with vaccine, like it is swaps across the country. People still can't vaccines. It's continents where they nowhere close. And meanwhile, some people oh well, we got them, but we just waiting, you know. We holding on to it. We holding on to them just in case. Hold on for what? It's like what you go, you gonna resell paper towels like you did last year. Remember, <laughs> you remember people was doing that when the pandemic first started, and you only could buy like two rolls of paper towels because some asshole about 25 and then try to sell for 40 dollars a roll. Yeah, and now they stuck somewhere. Somebody got 65 rolls of toilet paper <laughs> and, and, and they can't do nothing but wipe their ass and cry. <laughs> well, that's what you get. Yeah, so she, they're saying this and they're still in these supplies because they are kind of mad. It's like, you know, this is what we talk about. Cut, you know, what was better when it wasn't just us. It was just us here. They took that away. They cared more about people came back. The more people stayed, we going to fix it. We're gonna fix, we're gonna make it right. This this woman is mad and she got right to me because she's like, it's almost a whole thing where you were living somewhere and then the place that was previously occupied a generation ago, they just come in here and just kicking you out because they worry more about them than you. And it's like they did, especially if you feel like they were responsible for the world being the way it was in the first place. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna feel a certain way. We're gonna get back to them. She's gonna show them how much she feels before it's like. We still in water, giving us the poor. We taking vaccines, giving it away. It's going to elevate. Really elevate. But back to the lethal weapon gang. So this size is right here. It's like, oh, oh, excuse me. I don't know who you are, black man. You need to leave. 
see Winter Soldier. See, was, you know, it's like, I know you know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> that man shook. Oh, you heard Zemo? I bet you know who he is. They're gonna put they they gonna put their thing on you. So he started talking, and it's like the like the dude from um the scientist from Goldeneye, you know, a super soldier serum after the Siberians messed up. We had to figure it out. So I was able to trace. I got some samples from a subject. A subject. I they came to myself. It took the blood. They gave me the eyes. They could even come for That Isaiah, they just took his blood. They worked out the serum, basically not only to get the strength, but without the muscle mass, we got how to play in sight. Because keep in mind, you see how Steve was like that man was like he yeah, just he got swole up. like five, five, one hundred and one pounds, and that man swole up after you know two minutes. And it's kind of like that work was like you can't really hide in plain sight. You see Captain America, like oh, we know who that is. It's Captain America. So now they have is like somehow like Carla is like, oh, she's like a, a regular little girl and then kick the shit out you out of a car. And that works like if you need to hide, no one knows, you know, people see a tiger. They know what tiger is about. Some predators like, oh, that's that cute little frog. Oh, shit, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the whole thing. And he brought out to I was like, God, oh, yeah, no yeah. one had did this since Erskine. I'm the man. I did this. Like, yes, congratulations. You invented the PlayStation. <laughs> Why don't you invent some ass? Why don't you do that? He's like, before I could finish, I faded away. And when I came back, you know, things had changed. Because it's kind of like, you know, he was doing it for Hydra. And then Hydra vanished. So it's like, you know, the power broker got, you know, hired me. We finished the job there. I mean, you may go 20. Did Carly stole it? Imagine all the power broke. Like, I bet the power will be mad too. She just come stole that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to find. I can't wait to find out what's going on. Meanwhile, while they have this whole you know monologue, Sharon out here on her John Wick mode, atomic <laughs> blind mode, knee strikes and arm bars, and just beating the shit out of people with pipes. She shoot a couple people like she out here with like six or seven people. Yeah, she got she she pulled a lot of bodies uh, in this fight. And it ain't this whole oh, I punch you in the face. It's like that. It's like, no, I'm going to shoot you in the chest. I'm going to hit you in the face with a pipe, take your gun, shoot you, stab somebody, then pull the knife out, wait for this person to come and shoot them. It's like, it's a lot of violence. But it's, it's funny because I saw nobody and I saw this the same weekend. It's like the John Wick people know how to do action and violence. And this ain't, I mean, you don't see blood, but this ain't like, oh, you shot him, you don't see nothing. This is like, People getting hurt. No, people Bucky, dying. Bucky was beating the shit out of for you. People are dying. So she's like, all right, every hitman in Magic Force coming. You get what you need to get. And it's like, you know, is there any, any serum here? Put the gun to the oh, nah, like that. That's all Zima had to hear. This man stuck a gun. All right. Boom. <laughs> what you doing? Like, Zemo, like, his whole thing was. One of my missions was to make sure the super soda serum was never created again. And I don't like leaving work unfinished. This man know how to do it. Ain't nah. Got him off the, get him off the paint. This man's like Magneto. 
<laughs> my favorite thing, my favorite thing, if you saw Days of Future Past, the more they broke it down, talking about, you know, they're going to take Mystique blood and make Sentinels and they're going to ruin the world. What's the first thing he did? Oh, you got to die, Mystique. Sorry. Sorry, we homies. Yeah. But what's interesting is how is this going to play or has it already played effect until the you know numerous more times they tried to do a super serum, you know, as a serum? Because you got, you know, Wolverine somewhere out there in the universe. But that's a that's a whole that's a different thing. That becomes Mutant. Yeah, like but they all. was they still are working with the um the serum, right? But it's he survived it, okay, it's it's kind of cousin to like the whole weapon plus program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like related to that, but it becomes a whole different thing when it's like involved with like you know mutant genes and stuff. It's like well, basically what I'm saying is they okay. Zima, what, are you, they, what are you trying to say? Basically, what I'm saying is this whole process of Zemo trying to eliminate people from uh, you know doing the super serum super serum soldiers thing is going to continue. It's like he's not going to clean it because people are going to keep on testing and doing different type of experiments. So what are you saying? So what I'm saying is that's how we well basically what I'm saying is that's how we're going to lead into the mutants. Are you? Oh, is that what you're thinking? Are you well, that's what I'm see? thinking because I'm, I'm just like it ain't going to be. He can't cleanse it because people going to always try to test. Four, are you know. are you being a nerd again? Yes, I absolutely am in this moment. Why don't, I just you, let the, why don't you let Kevin Feige do what he do? Don't be with him. Hold on. I'd like to see if they're going to take the super serum program, if they need to the weapon program to bring a mutant. Exactly. Well, and how Zima is going to handle mutants. And I would like to see that. But make sure they cast Scott Beast with his movie mutant. I'd like to see that. <laughs> nah, uh, why don't y'all nerds just chill out? I've got, I got a podcast and I can talk to it with you. I'm not on social media talking uh, about it. I'm talking yeah, to you. Don't talk to me. Don't be talking that shit. Let the storytellers tell their story. Y'all want to get here. I think they should do this. <laughs> Absolutely. See, I'm all Kevin for Feige ain't like Kevin Durant. You know what he say? After I say that, because you know what Kevin Durant was saying? If he Kevin Feige, I think y'all should shut the fuck up. Well, that's a whole... <laughs> that's a whole... And then you gave me Well, why you tweet? Why you tweet? You serious? I got nothing else to do. I, I love the smoke. Well, all I'm saying is it's just a thought. I'm not putting it out there. I just a thought because uh-huh. it's going to be interesting how this all plays into a fact because I just don't think it's going to go away just like that. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. You don't, y'all just can't watch. See, that's I blame wrestling and fantasy. Football. Oh, my God. Y'all can't, y'all can't just watch stuff. Y'all got to. I, if I was me, I'd do it this way. <laughs> if I can't, if I can't get behind this microphone and actually talk to somebody, which is you man. about it, come on, man. What were we doing? What were we doing? I for did it? the same. Jeremy used to do the exact same thing. If it was me, I'd do this. I'm like, watch, just watch and find out, or, or ask for a job. Why don't you do that? Be an intern, and then you could one day work yourself up. You could tell Kevin Feige how to run Marvel since you're so goddamn smart. Sounds like Monique and Precious. Since you know every fucking thing, I I did. I asked the question. How did I know everything? Oh yeah, my god, nothing. I just like messing with you because you want to have that old Sarah J joke. I told you to come and bite you in the ass. 
How you feel now? You should have left that. You should have sat there and left it alone. Left you that really, last week where it stayed. Look at you now. <laughs> you really talking about this Sarah J shit? That really? You think I was me? gonna forget? I you did really. Forget? I ain't there. Nah, I forget. <laughs> so <laughs> you had it. Oh, okay. I see how you yes, did. did. And one thing we kind of left out talking about sharing it. Like she's feeling bitter. It's like oh, you know that's you know that whole superhero shit. That stars and stripes shit is a scam anyway. Because they like you help us, we get your party. <laughs> You can't even get a house. <laughs> you can't even pay for your boy. You gonna give me a part in word? You know that stars and stripes shit is stupid. Like you know, I bet you you saw that old new Captain America stuff, and it's like you probably felt a certain way. You probably regret it, don't you? Don't you need Zemo bro? like Zemo's yeah. like nah, it ain't deep neither. Z like yeah, he know it did. Uh, uh, Winter Soldier like oh you know yeah, no. <laughs> no, he's still piping like, oh, away. We got the new Captain America. What you think about? Fuck him. That's basically like, saying. It's like, oh, so he, uh-huh, look at y'all. You know, because what you think, Bucky, for you was this lap dog. You was Mr. America. You rolled down with Captain America. What you think about the new Captain America? Yeah, shit. I don't like her. <laughs> now she, now she, she, she hardballs. So like, no, she looked past that whole stars and stripes nonsense. She sees things like exactly how they are because it's different when it's like, I don't have the revenge. Like, you know, the Avengers can't come and pardon me. I am a power. I'm just a regular person. My life is basically over. I gotta be out here in some foreign country being a criminal. Cause I helped, I did the right thing and got punished for it. We've seen 24 too many times to know how that go. It's just different scene in the Marvel universe. Cause it's kind of like, oh, you know, y'all was gonna call y'all forgot. Why people you forgot about what happened with Sharon? You know, they did this stuff. Oh, the you know, the blip we came back. I meant to call, you know, you know what I'm saying? I just didn't have time. And she like, I bet you had time to tweet, didn't you, motherfucker? You know, them Twitter fingers were moving. Sharon Carter is like the you know how people talk about I never have time for anything. I was gonna hit you up, but I was too busy. <laughs> and then you see them on social media on Instagram, they got like 15 posts. It's like, wow. So you can go on Twitter. Post four things. You go on Instagram. Post five. You can't return my text, huh? Mm-hmm. You, you busy. Oh, that's different. You know? I mean, Sam was out there working, trying to make some yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Working, trying to get his shrimp boat back off the. Boat. He gonna get, <laughs> get sharing a party. So me, so Zemo kills the um, the doctor. They are mad, and then somebody pulled a rocket launcher. Zemo bounce again. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. So, and it's like, you know, you might see Zemo, nope. And they leave this place because, you know, heat per, plus chemicals equal boom. This whole place explode. They're having another fight scene. Like the white wolf picked up some stuff of Wakanda. Man, is tell that woman with a metal pipe. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this, this, is this Netflix Marvel or regular Marvel? <laughs> You would have seen this. Like, imagine if Iron Man just shot somebody's arm off. You shouldn't have moved. You should not have moved. <laughs> they made some joke. Oh, you know, I, I give you a hand. We're like, you need three of them now. Like, no, that's not playing to the MCU. Although, aside, how many people do you think Captain America is killed? Hundreds. I'm watching Winter Soldier. This man is kicking people off boats. They did. They know. Oh, I broke a rib. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> you I... get kicked forty feet and land in water. You are dead. 
A souped up soldier? Yeah, yeah, he did. This man showed attacking people off a boat. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, Captain America punched you in the chest. You dying. He ain't Spider. And like, oh, I hold it up like Spider Man. I'm just, so I'm, I'm thinking about this watching Bucky out here. Let me, let me show you what the black people told me Wakanda. Man, picked up that spirit. Like, yeah. And it was a woman, too. I like that. You like, they like Batman, equal opportunity violence. I mean, so where was Zemo? He had to get the scully on. It's mm-hmm. Robin season. He put the hoodie on, um, caused the explosion, hit the gas pipe, jumped in the fire, shoulder tackle, um, judo throw somebody, shoot three people, walking through the like it's like a villain getting a hero moment. This man got this badass coat on, got the got the mask on for no reason, just so people don't see who it is. It's like you kill them, they gonna see you. It just looked bad at standing in the fire. He a villain. Mm-hmm. Is is he a villain though? Is he? That's the question. Yeah. So he bounced again. And he's like, ah. And then he's like, oh, does Zemo leave? He pull up, supercharged. This man, this man, a hype beast. <laughs> man got he got some Toretto gene in him. Is you know, it's like, oh, we gonna go? No, I got stuff to do. Just give me my part. And so they leave. Go move the seat up. Nope. <laughs> and keep in mind, it's been people was wondering because people can't help themselves. Is Sharon the po- like Sharon's obviously connected because she lives on the high end. She's the one that killed Selby with the sniper rifle. So she obviously living well. She know people. She get picked up to we got a serious problem, multiple ones. And they like, all right, let's go. So I'm sure that's gonna come back later. And they keep talking about this whole power broker person. Like we haven't seen, but it's like, you know, he runs Magic Four. He's obviously looking for Carly because, you know, stole his, you know, stole his stuff. Ariel on the hunt. And everybody's like, you know, I I wonder who this person is. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they play this. They're gonna say what? It ended up being Professor Xavier. You nerds can't help yourselves. So it's kind of like, you know, where we need to go. And they're trying to, you know, find where Carly is. And Zemo's like, oh, this Carly, I can't wait to meet her. It's like, yeah, he's trying to see what type of person this is. They find out she was looking for the, you know, looking for this person. And they're trying to figure out the person, the woman that we saw end up dying. And they're not the only per- people. But meanwhile, you found what Carly was doing. You flag smash the scum out here talking. You know, white people talk, they get beat up. So Carly, way past the stealing stuff, blows up a building with the soldier still inside. There are people in there. It's only the it's only language you understand. I told you that I told you last week, minute 45. I playing around. <laughs> <laughs> done, she like she done playing games. It's kind of like and that's when it, the whole thing's like, oh, maybe she ain't so innocent after all. And the whole thing is like a lot of people have issues with the show because it's like they want they they can't accept people being people. Heroes do villainous things. Villains do heroic things. People are people. You do good stuff sometimes. You do bad stuff other times. She feels she's justified. We don't. You can say that about any person. Depending on your all between right or wrong is just perspective and point of view. That's all it is. That's why I don't really that whole right and wrong thing is like whatever. That whatever whatever make you feel better. It's like one person's right and somebody else is wrong. She feels she's right and justified in doing this. 
her colleagues feel otherwise. I'm sure the people that died feel otherwise. And it's kind of like, you know, it's not this whole, they used to like, you know, mustache. Oh, I got you, Iron Man. I'm going to tie you to this train and run over you. That makes me a villain. Like, ha, ha, ha. It's like, it don't work that way. Excuse me. I think more her, co- her colleagues are more like, oh, shit. It's serious. She told them. <laughs> yeah, but she did she tell them. Yeah. Around. She told them. I ain't playing around. <laughs> playing games. Like she told them, I ain't playing games no more. So they figure out the person that was, you know, who died and they're in um, Riga, Latvia. And of course, Zemo, like, I have a place there. Of course, he, got he place does. There. He got a place everywhere. Meanwhile, Walgreens, Captain America find out, oh, so they broke him out, huh? And it just had, oh, so Sam just happened to be there. We put two and two together. And, you know, <clears throat> Battlestar is like, you know, we can't, we can't just accuse them of breaking out Zemo without no proof. And he's like, well, fuck the proof. We just got to do it. You know, you think they're desperate enough to do that? Like, well, yeah, they don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. And at this point, it's like, forget about the rules. We need to get to the bottom of it. And he about to go off the reservation. And it's like, yeah, they picked the wrong person to be Captain America. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> Look, it's only, it's only Leroy trying to guide him the right way. I know his name ain't Leroy. I did that on purpose. Trying to guide him the right way. He ain't trying to hear all that. And it's funny as like, it had to be done person. Why Russell had online has been making efforts for people to dislike him? Like, oh, I don't know nothing about Marvel. I was just lying. Yeah, I seen the movies. Yeah, I know what happened when it, I know what happened when Minnesota when Star Lord showed up. Nah, I'm just playing. I never seen those movies. Here go people lie. Boo. Oh, yeah, you do that. When I when I first tried out, I asked for Steve Rogers' old Captain America outfit. Here go people lie. Boo. He don't respect. I'm like, come on now. Anyway, I respect he what he wants to smoke. <laughs> I'm like, I, I watch we I watch enough pro wrestling to know what the deal is. It's just funny. It's been a long time since people have gone out their way. Normally it's like asking like Jared Letter tomorrow. I sent somebody a dead rap so they can get into the mindset disliking me. It wasn't Viola Davis though, because she would have shot me. <laughs> so they get to Latvia and it's like, oh, what's up? Bucky's like, hold on, I'll be with you in a second. Because apparently he saw something. And he saw, and it's funny, it took me a while to catch what's going on because I hadn't seen the Black Panthers away from Middle B. You know, we've sent anyone has seen Black Panther knows what those look like. Picks up another one, looking around. You know, I was wondering when he was going to show up and who it is. Hey, yo. Say, like, say it Zemo. again. Say it again, Shahid. What's the name? Okoye. Oh, Oops. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. No, nah, I don't know what you mean. Hey, that's right. Because keep in mind, it was like, you know, this man did White. murder the king of Wakanda. And Sam more than once said, you know, you know Wakanda kind of looking for him, right? I wonder how you feel they, once they find out they broke out. And they found out pretty quickly. Yeah, they were on that ass. And it's just a shame because it's like, you know, the episode ends there and it's like, of course, it was a cliffhanger like that. And it's funny where you can the TV shows now what they couldn't do before is connect the whole universe. Of course, we're kind of be involved in this, but would you think you're going to see them this soon? No, I wasn't ready for that. Not, not in episode three. Yeah, and it's just a perfect thing. Like, oh, of course, the episode and the episode was like five minutes longer than the previous one, and it's like, and then it ends like, wow. So it makes sense. You want vengeance, and it's just sad though because, like, you know, 
no Chadwick Boseman. Right. Who's like who's like who's in charge? Who else can show up? And it's just kind of like I'm watching, you know, episode ends, you get the credits, and I'm watching this. I'm like, you know, it ain't DC TV fault. Well, I was watching The Flash <laughs> early in the week, and it's it was fine. Like I I'm caught up on almost all the CW shows. I haven't watched Supergirl yet. I watched all the other ones. They've been decent and good. But like I said, excellence is the enemy of good because it makes good good like average. If you watch WandaVision and watch this, Supergirl don't hit the same. That is not Supergirl's fault. It's just when they started it, the level was at one place. And now Marvel has come and moved up another place. And not just them. When Titans come back, that shit is like, it's kind of like, once you see what excellence looks like, you can't do average anymore. You can't do above average. I mean, that may not be fair, but it is like Warner Brothers isn't poor. They are not cheap. You got to, the whole thing like this, you can talk all you want about CW budget or your TV stream budget. If you competing with Disney and they seem like they compete with Disney, you got to amp the money up. I mean, it seems like they amped the money up with uh, Superman and Lois because that's been looking pretty good. I mean, it's it's filmed somewhere else. Uh. And of course, you can't. I doubt you're going to do, like, it's Superman and Batman you're not going to need cheap. Because yeah. Gotham wasn't, because Gotham on Fox was not cheap either. Like, one thing you say about that show, they look like they spent money. Like, yeah, Superman true. and Batman, you're not, they done. You're going cheap on that suicide. Everybody else is like, eh, it's fine. We're going to show the same six spots. It's like, no. That's fine until you see this. And I'm watching this, and I'm seeing the action involved. Like, yes, we're going to hire the writer of John Wick to do the action. Yes, we get to make magic. We're going to take something out of the comic book and make it like, like Blade Runner. Like, and it's coming on streaming, a streaming service. It's on TV. And we gonna, and the thing is, we're going to keep getting this. Yeah. It's um, not going to It's stop, not yeah. going to stop. You get a break in May and then we get what? Low-key next? We'll get a break, what, a week? Two weeks? I don't, I know you I mean if you into well yeah. I know maybe, I mean I don't know how many people who listen to this are gonna be into the Star Wars um, bad batch but you get that uh, yeah but I'm just talking about as far as like Marvel stuff it's yeah. like and movies are coming back it's like because Black Widow we got a new trailer today that by far was the best trailer and I don't know if it's you know them sitting around it's like well, come on we got to put a better trailer out or if they already had it and just waited I mean it's kind of like one you get to you know I went to the movie theaters yesterday People are going back to the movies, slow and steady, but they're going back. So by the time Black Widow come back, people will be back in the theater. They are ready to go back to the movie theaters. And Marvel is it's like it's been a while since we've seen a Marvel movie, you know, in the theater. And these shows are hitting and people are hungry. It's like, you know, feed me. Because before it's about Black Widow, you know, I'm going to spend money, see Black Widow, you all right. Y'all, y'all keep lying like y'all been lying all yeah y'all been I've been hearing y'all lie since WandaVision drop oh, cut that shit out it's the, what the young people say stop capping take the cap off like I don't know where that shit came from I'm old fashioned stop lying for props yep people gonna see that either it's at home they're gonna drop the $30 yeah yeah or they yeah, go, yeah, or yeah. go in the theater I don't know I may do both depending on how depending on when what week it comes out I may go to the theater to see it and then still pay the thirty dollars to watch it at home because it's like you know early access. Yeah, I mean, 
either way, I'm gonna see it. I don't know how I'm gonna see it, but I'm gonna see it when it drops. And it's kind of like you know, Marvel ain't gonna stop. Can't stop. And yeah, and it's like you know, it can't. You know, it's not gonna stop. And I mean, if it's this amount of excellence, then why why would it? Because you you get to do things you can't do with the movies. Movies you get two hours. And you bring in like a spectacle and one story. This is fleshing out people. You saw Sharon Carter. You didn't really know anything about her. And you know what happened to her. Like Zemo was like, he was a man with goals. Now you know why he had those goals. You know his background. This man was rich. Very rich. This man is culture. Man is woke. This man is just some man that's just mad. He, he feels justified in doing what, he, what he's doing. You understand what Sam going through, dealing with bigotry and racism, the whole spectacle of like that shield. Because one of the big things is like, you know, Sam was like, yeah, I was one from the museum. Maybe I should just destroy it. Look at look, look what this whole symbol, all the damage is done to people. That's what he's looking at. Like this thing is just causing pain and suffering. Maybe he needs to die. And Bucky, like, fuck all that. It bring hope. You talking all that shit. I'm, I'm taking it. Hey, Bucky at the point, like, yeah, I'm this, I'm gonna be the summer soldier, kiss my ass. <laughs> like, you don't want it, I'm gonna try. Like, yeah, and I don't blame him either, because like it means that was the symbol of his best friend who's had his back from Jump Street. So they both catch friends at different time frames. They both respect the legacy, appreciate it. It's coming at it from different perspectives, different views. And it's not really a right and wrong thing. It's just a point of view. And mm-hmm. that's what the show has been doing. It's like just showing that between PTSD, like, you know, um, Bucky going to win a soldier mode didn't seem that all difficult to do. Oh, it was like he was ready. I've been waiting to do this shit, Jack. So, but it's still kind of like, you know, just because you say, you know, you're moving forward, it ain't no overnight thing. And, you know, Sam is an Avenger. Sam's still black. And yeah. it's just, you know, sharing what happened. Now you know. What happens when you make, like, what happens to a world where the Avengers are a thing? Of course, superheroes become corporate. And they don't got to be, like, super cynical like the boys. Sometimes they'd be like, oh, you know, yeah, you're on Good Morning America. Like, if Avengers were in real life, yeah, they show up on CNN. It'd be on Good, Good Morning America. You know, stuff like, you know, it, it'd, be on, it'd be on stuff like that. So I grew up looking, I wanted to be black widow. I grew up, you know, people talking about, you know, I grew up on Trish Stratus. Imagine, like, I grew up watching Captain Marvel. One day I want to do that. I got to take a drug. Yeah, I, I drink bleach. I get to shoot laser beams. <laughs> Absolutely do not drink bleach. I don't care what yeah. they tell you. So... That's Falcon Winter Soldier. So we got a little bit of time. What have you watched this past week? Uh, what have I been watching this week? Hasn't been Dawson's Creek because I only watched one episode of that. Oh, I um I have I caught up well, I'm, I'm catching up on um Invincible. I'm about to watch episode three and four uh, later today. Um I watched episode one and then I didn't get a chance to uh, watch the rest, but uh yeah, that show is insane in a good so, way. So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> like, out first episode, they do not waste any time. So uh, I never read the comic, uh, but people told me the comic was really good. Uh, and I'm just hearing rave reviews about um, 
the last couple of well, the last episode just came out. So uh, yeah, I'm um that's what I've been doing. Uh other than that, I started um John Wick two for uh, Tuesday show. Um <laughs> John Wick should have took that marker. I mean, I know why he took the marker. I absolutely understand. And I knew what would happen if he didn't take 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 that marker, but yeah. Yeah, the main thing I say about John Wick too is unlike part one, people did not have sympathy for his choice. Oh no, if that time or that that shit is done. Jonathan, what the hell would you think? It's marker <laughs> from man like Santino then told you. I had no choice wanted to get out. <laughs> Call this out. <laughs> like it was a whole bunch of like, what was you thinking? What yeah. was you doing? That's what you that's what you get. He burned my house down. You should be lucky he just stopped at your house. <laughs> and it, the bad thing, well, not the bad thing, but this shit carries over to the next one. Like, you thought it was over? Oh, yeah. shit. We'll save it for when we get to yeah. it. It's kind of like, unlike the first one, this one was like, you know, consequence of choice. And the actions of the first led to that one. So I saw two movies this week. Oh. Different perspective. I saw Godzilla versus Kong. Be very vague about it because I still haven't watched. I, I okay, haven't watched. I would just say is a lot of. It's funny how people seem to gravitate toward King Kong. Like he has sympathy because he just want to be left alone. Like Godzilla, just big old. I'm, I think y'all, all the great things Japan has brought to us, anime, the PlayStation, and y'all hating on Godzilla. I mean, yeah, that's xenophobic. Bro, I, I wonder who gonna win on fight a dinosaur that's powered by radiation that can shoot laser beams or a big ass monkey uh, Kong all the way yeah uh-huh. <laughs> I can't wait till you watch that whatever you say uh, I won't go into it very enjoyable movie quick movie and like I said you expecting Shakespeare from a monster movie you're a fool yeah I, I saw that before the night before and this dude had put out his poster oh it was just two monsters fighting uh yeah that's what we want to see <laughs> yeah that's what people really want to see the fight part and you definitely get that and it's funny thing where it's like it's two hours it is zoomed by like you know they, they don't waste time i put it through that way so that's good. and it's got it made it's made money made money in theaters um it's got good rotten tomato scores so congrats to them and i was in movies to see nobody Mm. Well, you told me so you could tell the people. Bob Odenkirk from the people behind John Wick. Imagine John Wick with more realism and more humor, and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I would have never guessed. This is the weird thing in Hollywood. These this is a family. These all grew up as family. Bob Odenkirk, aka Saul Goodman, Christopher Lloyd, and Rizza. Come again? You heard what I said. <laughs> I forgot Rizzo was in this. Hey, yeah, you telling me something new. And I remember with a preview, because the previews, I remember the previews come out. He not in the previews. And I forgot he was in this. And then you watch the movie, you hear his voice, and it's like his Rizzo voice. <laughs> bong, bong. It's more or less. And then he pop up at the end doing stuff like, yes, they're brothers. And Christopher Lloyd is like, you know, FBI dad. And it's basically the whole thing. I used to be an assassin, work for the government. I retired. I'm a family man. I live a boring-ass life. I do the same thing over and over again. I'll hold me Michael Ironside in this, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. He, I, I didn't recognize first because that man 
he enjoying his Wheaties. <laughs> so, and basically, I was like, you know, somebody try to rob him. He wants to stop him, but he doesn't. And at first, they like, oh, he's too much of a pussy. Then he realizes, like, gun wasn't loaded. And he realizes, like, you know, they stole a kitty cat. He stole a bracelet for his daughter. I got to go back in the old way. And it kind of kind of like John Wick, but a little rusty, mm-hmm. but a lot more humor. Like, this man just wanted, this man get, get mad. See, five people in a bus is like, you know what? Yeah, a gun. Take the bullets out the gun, put the gun down. Like, you know, I'm going to fuck y'all up. They all laughing at, like, what is going on? Proceeds to have a fight. Gets, you know, he getting hit, but he ended up winning the fight. One of the people he happened to kill just happened to be connected to this, this um, Russian money launderer. You know how that go. Uh-oh. Hilarity ensues. It's like, you know, I'm bringing out the violent stuff. I'll just talk about one thing. It's this lady that's working for the Russian guy. They try to figure out who this guy is. And she's like, oh, you know. I don't see anything here. And the Russian guy's like, if you can't recognize a wolf in sheep clothing, you don't need to be working here. So she blackmailed this FBI guy to find information about him. He tries to find the information. It's classified. He finally finds paperwork that's redacted. Sends it to the woman. The woman sees all the stuff that Bob Oldkirk has done. And it's like, you know what? You keep your way. I'm out. She quit and bounced. You never see her again. <laughs> She's like, I do not want that in my life. And this Russian dude is he a crazy Russian, sing songs, murder people. He laundering the money. He's trying to get out the life. And it's like, you know, he means business. So the fact that she works for this guy is like, she see what this guy does. Like, you know what? Nope. And one more funny thing. The, the right-hand man in Russian is a black Russian who has, um, I think, an Ethiopian father. And they all, the whole joke is like, why, why is this black guy here? And he starts talking in Russian. He's like, you know, his father, you know, was like, my mom was Ethiopian. No, my mom was Russian. My father was Ethiopian. He ran Olympics. He finished. I don't know. He left. Fuck him. So he speaks perfect Russian. It's like a black Russian sidekick. Uh, that's, the type of, that's the type of movie it is. That's different. Yeah, exactly. That's It's a whole lot of, that's different stuff in there. Movie ends open-ended where it could be a sequel. It's been successful. Um, it's it's funny seeing Saul Goodman kick ass. <laughs> yeah, because it he, looks believable. He's doing his stunts too. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like you've seen John Wick, you've seen this. It's not as proficient as Keanu Reeves, but he definitely holds his own and it's a lot more humorous, you know. And it, it's not no whole mark, it's it's set in the real world, real world. Not this whole it's a shadow world undercover, like you know, people got gold to blooms and all that stuff. It's like so even though he does buy his father-in-law's business with a whole bunch of gold, it's real gold. It ain't like you know, it's it's gold that's worth money, like it's a market stuff type stuff. So we'll never get a uh uh <laughs> a collateral where the transporter walks back walks past <laughs> Tom Cruise. They just like kind of like walk past each other. Yeah, was, and it's kind of funny, like you know, is that Frank? He's like, you want it to be? Like, he knew what he was doing casting Jason Statham. But it's kind of like, if you want this to be, you can put it in there. And they've talked about, like, if y'all want to be in the same universe, it fit. And that would be funny, though. Yeah. And what I'm talking about is that a lot of people are saying this is in the John Wick universe. Nobody. So, yeah, they have asked because the people behind John Wick doing this. Like, if you've seen John Wick, this looks very familiar. The tone is similar to John Wick, but it's not, it's enough where it's like, it's feels more human. 
But if you wanted to add it, you can add it. And that's the thing. I guess it may, it may, I guess if it was. If you wanted to combine it, you could. Could, yeah. You wouldn't, have to, you wouldn't have to shoehorn in it. It was definitely open to a sequel. And it's funny seeing Christopher Lloyd, like, still, or this old ass man with a shotgun shooting folks. And yes, he is killing people. And, you know, we talk about common action movies. Rizzo seen like action movies. He has some fun. He Because it's funny. You hear his voice throughout the movie. He doesn't pop up to the end. Oh, you just hear his voice. Yeah. Then you finally see him in person at the end, like helping out his brother. Like, I told you I was going to come save your white ass. Like, <laughs> like one of those lines and Rizzo's voice. And it's like, wow, man, he's come a long way from Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's that's what I've seen. Yeah, uh, as of right now, I probably won't have anything until Tuesday. A lot of work around here. Uh, yeah, so bad. I say, you know what? I'm gonna just stay home today. But and, and one more thing, shout out to DMX. Oh yeah, prayers up yeah. to DMX, man. Um, I saw the news on uh, Twitter. So hopefully he recovers. It doesn't sound too good, but you never know how things can turn. So yeah. it's just. Yeah, it's a it's a demon. He fight every day. So, um, and he's one of the people where it's like, if you're a certain age, you know how important DMX was, and how it's like anyone knew he was going through stuff. He was rooting for him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was and, always the case. And it's funny where it's now it's like you know if you if you're not a certain age, you wonder what the big deal is. And it's kind of like you know, one thing you need to remember about Twitter is. So be careful about who you get going back and forth with. There's a lot of people that's like 24, 25. I, I don't have a lot of friends under the age of 30 for good reason because our life experience is just completely different. Our maturity levels are different. So going back and forth arguing with like somebody like 21, 22, for what? Yeah. I wouldn't do that in real life. They got too much energy for that shit. Don't Not do just that. It's like they don't have perspective. What What is a 21-year-old going to know about DMX? Nothing. Exactly. That's like me arguing with somebody about, you know, yeah, I'm Pendergrass wasn't shit. <laughs> arguing like a semi-old. I was like, what am I doing? Like, it's not the same. It's like, yeah, you gotta understand. Yeah. And that's t- that's the something you forget about social media. It's like everybody's taught to everybody, like we all the same. We're not all the same. We're at the same level of education. We're at the same level of experience. We're at the same level as age and maturity. So some stuff just, you know, I don't get into it. I keep remembering that, like, I'm in my 40s. Even talking to people in their 30s, it's like, yeah, you mature for your age. But you ain't you ain't my age. You your age. So I might have a, I might have been doing this for a decade. I might be doing the whole life thing for a decade longer. You could pick up a lot of stuff in 10 years. So imagine if it's like a 20 year, 25 year age gap, which I don't know. Nah, you don't need to talk about everything. Yeah. Um, oh, I did watch something. You know what I watched last night? I watched the original Fast and the Furious movie. And what it made me realize is again that Down Nick ain't give a shit about Letty. He didn't give a shit about anybody. Look. <sighs> There's a lot of retconning going on. Yeah, I, it just, it just I, we talked about it on, on that episode. I went back and actually listened to that episode last night. We talked about it all day. It's just like, wait, wait a minute. You out here. Because it went from, I just care about racing in my car a quarter mile at a time. To I'm family. free. That's all I worry about, too. It's all about family. family. <laughs> and the family thing makes it work because it's like, Donald's going to go from being a loner asshole to, 
I just care about the people that I love. And family lasts longer than that. That's more believable. And it it helps the franchise. But that is not how the franchise starts. No. <laughs> At all. And it's just funny seeing where it went because it's kind of like we talked about it because people ask, we all do a Fast and Furious movie. It's like, yeah, that's how we start this whole damn thing. Like we did all of them. But it's this kind of like a movie that's supposed to be a Paul Walker, you know, star vehicle becomes a Vin Diesel show. Oh, shout out to people who um have recently listened to in like the last two weeks the Nicolas Cage joints we did. I, I always notice those numbers like go up. I'm like, okay. This whole podcast thing is weird because it's this kind of like people don't pay attention. Sometimes you you know your friends can like you and support you, anything like that. It's different if you ask them to donate a dollar or something like that. But taking time out their day to do stuff like eh, yeah, I get around to it. It's like people busy. So they're only going to rock with you if they really think you're worth the time. And I can respect that. Just because somebody, your friend, you know, people, if your friends don't support you, you're going to support you. It's like, whatever. Sometimes your friends don't do that. Just accept that. If that's really a deal breaker, get new friends. Having said that, it amazes me that each week people come in and listen to us just talk about stuff. Uh, it's, we aren't fam- We aren't famous. I can see people doing like, the famous stuff. It's like, oh, I know this person. He's famous, or somebody I like. We had two people that just talking about movies. Well, we, you tell me it's like people listen, and you get emails and stuff. And I, I get people the DMs and everything like that. I got family members now, and co. Oh, I listen to you. I'm like, what? I, I found out you had a podcast. You're real funny. <laughs> Don't find out about me. <laughs> Absolutely don't find out about me. But it's like it's it's well, I think it's interesting though. What I was um talking to my wife about, I was like, you know, I think it's because we are personable to the sense of we just regular people. Like like you said, we ain't famous, but everybody watch movies. So everybody can relate. You may not listen to every episode, but you may listen to an episode, oh, I like a uh, boomerang. I'm gonna listen to boomerang. Or I still don't know why to this day that uh What's the what's the movie that everybody go back to? It was listening to also. Iron Fist. I have no idea. And if I go back and look, I'm pretty sure it's people outside of the United States. It has to be. Yeah, they're big. Wu Tang is very big outside the states. So, oh, one more thing before we can go. The Space Jam trailer dropped. I liked it. I did too. It it clearly sets. It it tipped its cat to the original, and it's in it's, its own thing too. So the I'll, fact that you see Lola Bunny recreating the Dwayne Wade alley oop and the pose to LeBron James is just hilarious. Yeah, no point. And Lola Bunny's being voiced by Zendaya herself. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like you forget one of the producers. This is um Mr. Coogler. Yeah, Coogler. And I think well, Malcolm Malcolm D. Little, Malcolm D. Lee is um Malcolm D. Lee's director. director. I'm like, yeah, it's like LeBron ain't gonna do nothing cheap. It's, Le- it's LeBron James, as they say. Like, and I know people's like, no, I want to bring back Space Jam. It's like, I'm it's a watch old it. general, like, Sit your old asses down. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. They got <laughs> yeah, me. Like, I'm gonna watch it too. And if you had a kid, you know, because like I seen the riddle Space Jam wasn't all that. It was just kind of funny, you know, the whole story behind it, just nostalgia, because. I see Michael Jordan can do many things. Act was not one of them. <laughs> LeBron James actually has talent as a as an actor. So, and a guy Don Cheeto, he's great in everything. 
and he does everything. So yeah. I'm yeah, I'm just curious to see. And it's like it's not just you know you see the Iron Giant show. People just making jokes about even in a Space Jam movie, LeBron I get a super team. Whatever people just like hate. I was like, I'm sure if was around during Twitter, people have been hating on him we, too. We just go, we not, we're gonna leave LeBron uh, along about super teams and just look at the Nets because everybody coming back to man, them all over. <laughs> oh, no, I ain't watching the league no more because Lamarcus Aldridge on the Nets. I'm like, if the Spurs thought he was worth keeping, they'd have kept his ass. Like, come on now. Was that Vince Carter thing true? I think I saw that like yesterday. Some about Vince Carter. Coming out of retire, it could no, have been a joke. No, it was a joke. Oh, okay, people like joking about stuff. It's like people like I'm old enough to remember where the good teams were had three or four Hall of Famers on there. It's always been super teams. People didn't have a problem with it if they were drafted or traded by GMs. People have issues when players control. Like, yeah, we're gonna play together. You can't do that. And here's a perfect thing to wrap up because you bring that up. People talk about athletes not having loyalty. Like, why are you on stage like that? Look at Blake Griffin. He re-signed with the Clippers, signed a long-term deal because he did told he's going to be the face of the franchise. And within a year, he get traded to Detroit. You think he wanted to go to Detroit? Absolutely. No. Man. You think if he would have picked to go to Detroit, he would go to Detroit? No. But he got traded to Detroit and basically, like, you know, vanished. Like, people stopped talking about him. He was still good. This game changed. He just vanished. Yeah, he got his money. It's like, boom, we used to be famous. Now it's like, oh, yeah, I saw him on Brawl City. He was like, oh, yeah, he used to play basketball. And now he's on the Clippers. It's like, it ain't fair. It's like, you can't talk about business when somebody just trades you after you make a you make a promise to somebody, you just renege. It's best for business. But when the player do it, that's the problem. But then what would I expect from people hate on people that want to get more than $15 for minimum wage? We got a, we got a country full of haters. I shouldn't be that surprised. Ah, you got a point. You definitely, <laughs> you definitely got a point. Um, we gonna get out of here. Uh, we'll be back uh, next. What? Two, we'll be back Tuesday talking about John Wick Chapter Two and everything else in between. Uh, if you want to follow us on social social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and on Facebook. The real Jeff versus the World on Instagram. You can follow Shahid on Twitter and Instagram at Philly Drugs. Website should be running soon, probably by next week. So you can go there, go to the T Public, go to all the episodes, look back all the episodes a little bit easier. You can subscribe to any way you want to subscribe to on the website. And I think I'm going to start a blog on it too. And it may not just for me, maybe people who want to get right, write uh, some thoughts out and stuff like that. If you're a writer or practicing writing, you know, stuff like that. And got something you want to talk about, you maybe can throw it up on uh, my site. Until then, until Tuesday, we are out of here. Stay safe. Peace. Peace out. Stay woke.